Hey everybody and welcome back to another edition of Rapid Recap here at Inside Nebraska. That's what we're YouTube at. page in Hawks Media Center. He's Greg Smith. I'm Zach Carpenter. And Greg, you know what I'm doing? I'm coming here with fake energy and enthusiasm because <laughs> I feel like you turned to me after I went and got a coffee at halftime, came back, and you're just like, you you struggling going through it. I was like, yeah, I'm a little little sluggish today. You're like, me too. And that first half, Nebraska was sluggish all around. It was just a sluggish day for the Nebraska offense until that third quarter, that yes. first drive of the third quarter where Nebraska opened things up. They went 85 yards in nine plays, 85 rushing yards, and they finished with 312 rushing yards, the most they've had since Northwestern game in 2021. Yeah. Um, 312 rushing yards, 427 in that game against Northwestern all led to a 28-14 win over Louisiana Tech, but it was sleepy and slow to start until then. It was a weird game, man. Like, yeah. I think those of you that own that, most of you that are watching this watch that game, and it was strange. Like, it was kind of, because it was gloomy early on, it was just kind of sleepy, like you said, getting into it. But then, let's not, we've gone this far, I don't know how many minutes it's been, maybe two, and we haven't mentioned. I talk a lot. Yeah, well, no, but that, that wasn't the point. The point was is that we went turnover, punt, media timeout, Another media timeout. There was <laughs> one play where it was an injury, media timeout. They came back for the fourth down punt, or it was a third down, I think maybe a fourth down punt. Either way, it was one play, another media timeout. There was just no rhythm the, to it. Yeah, there was no flow to the game, no rhythm, until, like you said, that third quarter, Nebraska came out and kind of opened things up. And I thought that that was really kind of like got back to what is now becoming Nebraska football like it is it's weird that mm -hmm. we have something that I feel like we can say now is kind of Nebraska football they're going to do really well on defense <laughs> they're going to stop the run I think the four straight game they held their opponent under 60 yards rushing and then another game where they ran the football well like it, it feels again like we go through these long stretches especially in the first half where like man this offense I don't know you see people on social media Marcus Satterfield this Marcus Satterfield mm -hmm. that what's going on the offensive line and then you look up and they had 312 yards rushing right um, that third quarter drive though was a huge deal no passes on that drive all runs a lot of Anthony Grant um, AG as they always call him I always forget his name is Anthony because they call him AG <laughs> so much um, had a great game it's kind of a nice redemption story for him as well running game got going finally defense put together another basically full game it, it was it was a roller coaster of right exactly that's why I wanted to come out with some fake energy bring that to to the podcast after such a uh, unrhythmic game, but you're right, 312 rushing yards, and it didn't, it, it like you said, just That's to reiterate like what you that. said, didn't feel <laughs> like that. It felt like it was just plugging away, and uh, as you mentioned, Anthony Grant, 18 carries for 135 yards and a touchdown. Heinrich Harburg, 19 carries for 157 yards and a touchdown. Not a great day passing for him, 8 for 17 for 107 and a touchdown, but <laughs> he had the 72-yard uh, explosive touchdown, which helped make up for the fact that Harburg had a 75-yard touchdown run wiped out on a holding penalty, and Anthony Grant had a 70-yard touchdown was a great run. run. Like, yeah. that run was an incredible run, and I wish that that had stood just for that, because you'd be seeing that highlight all over the place. It's a little weird now to play it when you have it get called back. Yeah, I mean, both of them are uh, wiped away by holding calls. The one against Anthony, or on the Anthony Grant one was a bullshit holding call, to be honest. Like, one, yeah. the officials were not great all game long, or at least 
they they called a pretty tight game all game long, so that the kind of holding wasn't good. Like, cause they were ones on the other side when Nebraska finally got one, and this is always my favorite thing. So I feel like I'm always the one to mention it on a podcast is a sarcastic clap from the crowd yeah. um, after they finally got it. I, I tweeted about it. I love those every time Nebraska finally got one of those holding calls because somehow Nebraska is what one of the tops in the country is in sack, but I feel like that's only the second holding call that they've drawn this year. It's just a weird situation. It's weird. Yeah, and one other point to hit on the rushing offense 234.8 per game now which coming into week four uh, that would have been that mark would have had them at number 10 in the country for most rushing yards per game so I mean they're running their their offense like a service academy offense (laughs) they are Uh, and like you said 46 rushing yards uh, for the Louisiana Tech defense or uh, for the Nebraska defense against Louisiana Tech so they're going to be I mean, they came in with 46.3 rushing yards allowed yeah, per game, which is right number two in the country, and they'll have that. Nebraska won the turnover margin thanks to an Isaac Gifford interception with 47 <laughs> yeah. seconds left. The first left. one of his career, he actually right back there talked about that um, after the game, about getting his first one. He was like, man, I really needed that. He was super excited. I saw when it happened, ran off the field. Teammates were kind of giving him a hard time, like, like hyping him up. Um, he ran right over to his position coach, Evan Cooper. He said it was a really nice moment um, to finally get that. I'm sure Matt Rule would say we need to get those in the first half. Mm-hmm. Because once again, though, if you notice, and like we talked about, I think last that week, close, Quentin knew some three straight the games. Yeah, there have been other ones where you know they jump up and they're just able, or the one where they actually did tip the pass and, and Quentin Newsom was right there uh, to be able to get it. It's just they're close and they're playing really sound, good defense. Um, I just think those turnovers. I think once the dam finally breaks on that, I think that they will get them in bunches. Uh, but that's really the only knock on this defense so far. Yeah, and uh, I, I thought. That the turning point in the game I wanted to talk about was uh, was two plays. It was like kind of the dichotomy of a fourth and one because Nebraska, that first drive, they drive down of the third quarter, they drive down the field, they have it uh, near the red zone, fourth and one. Matt Rule gets aggressive, goes for it. Anthony Grant pops off for a 19-yard run and then punches in from two yards out to go up 14 to seven. And when Nebraska scored their first touchdown of the game, Louisiana Tech responded right away with a touchdown of its own, which you didn't expect to see from uh, Nebraska's defense. It's Uh, now weird to see that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because we talk about complementary football so much last week against Northern uh, Illinois and then all week, and then Nebraska's defense um, got leaky a little bit, allowed that touchdown. And then it looks like they might wind up doing the same thing when Nebraska goes up 14-7 to and Louisiana Tech drives down the field aided by a catch by Dakota Crawford too, yep. um, former former Husker. And Husker. fourth and one, fourth and one for Louisiana Tech. They call their own quarterback sneak with Jack Turner, but Nebraska had Nash Hutmacher on that play. <laughs> they did, and it was a great play by him. Um, also noticed, I mean, it was a nice little package. Little is not the right word though. Nash Hutmacher, Ty Robinson, RVP, Riley Van Poppel was also in on that. Good to see the, the young freshman get in there. Um, they did a really nice job on that play. And then the, we, you mentioned Harburg touchdown earlier, shortly after that. Harburg throws it up high, and Thomas Fedoni skies up to get mm-hmm. it and then takes it at the final way uh, for his third straight touchdown um, catch in, in as many weeks. Um, he's really been coming along nicely. I think his only catch, though, of the game, he said, though, afterwards, that they had actually tried to run that play a couple other times in the game to get him involved and get him a catch, and he messed up. So he's got something to go watch in the film room and get better at. There's always something, right? Yeah, that's three straight uh, games with a touchdown reception for uh, Fedoni. First time since 2008 that uh, players caught three straight, had three, a Nebraska tight end has had three straight games with a receiving touchdowns so he's 
He's starting to uh, come into his own, gain some momentum a little bit as we move forward. But one of the um, one of the notable things from that that sequence on the fourth and one was, uh, and this is the last thing I want to talk about, and then we'll get out of here. On the fourth and one for Nebraska's offense, right before that play, I was listening it, listening back on the broadcast, and Matt Millen, the color an analyst for uh, Big Ten Network. He made a good point. He said, if you can't get one yard right here against Louisiana Tech, you're going to have a really tough time in the Big Fair. Ten. Fair. And now Nebraska is, uh, is up to two and two after two straight wins, its first home winning streak since September 2021. And now they welcome in Michigan. So right on time. will they be able to run, for, uh, run the ball that effectively against Michigan and be able to uh, have that aggressiveness and be successful with those aggressive calls against Michigan. That's another another question to ask. A whole another question to ask: Can they do that and also clean up those penalties? One of the things we didn't talk about at last thing I want to mention is that you know they still had sloppiness. There were stretches there. I think they only had one or two penalties in the second half, so much better in the second half than the first. But they've got to eliminate that if they're going to spring an upset next week. I, you know we've talked about this kind of off pot. I think Michigan has as good a chance as anybody to win the national championship. So if you're going to beat a team like that and try and upset them, you're not going to do it with turnovers and penalties. So they got to clean that up as well. And we didn't even mention they had Nebraska had two fumbles and didn't lose either of them yep. by Tommy they Hill on the, right on it. <laughs> the opening kickoff of the second half. And then Harburg again later in the game, both had a fumble, but jumped right back on it. So sometimes uh, to use a football cliche, sometimes the ball does bounce your way. And it did for Nebraska today. Um, now they're two and two and we can talk all week. Like I mentioned, our bold predictions mm -hmm. podcast, like, well, round about Wednesday, I think we'll be talking ourselves How into, well, this is it? this is the pathway to an upset beating beating Michigan. So Real quick though, I know we got to, until Wednesday. But I will say this, that run defense, it's the truth. Like I really do think that the problem is, is this might be the best rushing attack in the right. country, right? And so it's going to be a true test for them. Um, but that is the, the first step to anything that Nebraska is going to be able to do this coming Saturday against Michigan, stopping the run, which they've been doing all year. I think it's possible. I, I think it's unlikely, but I do think it's possible because the, the blueprint is there yeah. to upset the number two ranked team in the country because of the way that Mich uh, Michigan plays and yep. the way this defense has been playing. And uh, that remains to be seen. Um, I guess also remains to be seen who the quarterback is next week because even though Nebraska is 0-2 with Jeff Sims and 2-0 with Heinrich Harburg, uh, Matt Rule is still as expected, non-committal about who the quarterback would be going forward, but um, even if the answer seems simple. But we'll be finding that out throughout the week. We didn't even mention the lightning delay to, uh, today oh, for however long past, that was. Yeah. But didn't want to mention, didn't want to bring up <laughs> bad thoughts because this, this is supposed to be a good vibes podcast. Nebraska is now... Two and two heading into Michigan week, and you can uh, you guys can catch up on all of our coverage of uh, of today's game and Michigan week coming up at InsideNebraska.com. Make sure to like this video, subscribe to the Inside Nebraska YouTube page, and get these videos dropped directly into your feed. Uh, we'll be back Sunday with more written coverage on our site, and Monday with more coverage on YouTube. So for Greg Smith, I'm Zach Carpenter, and we'll catch you guys again next time.